I know. Hits record, everybody like go silent. It's fine. <laughs> Don't get all fucking silent on me now, I'm bitch. No, there's no. We're not. We're not doing it. Did you hit record? Over yep. Here? Yes, I did. I like to go incognito so I can catch some of the candid moments before people really realize what's going on. Girl, stop talking. All the shit that people are thinking but not saying. I'm not even like drunk. I've just been like drinking. Does my podcast offend you? Men, if you're listening, I apologize in advance. Women, hey bitches, are you ready? Are you still talking? Girl, stop talking. So, happy fucking Monday, bitches. What's up? If you are watching this, which I hope you are, because at this point, my dear friend, Jordan, she told me that we can upload a video on Spotify. You don't have to be paid by Spotify to upload video. So this video is going to be uploaded. If you are listening, please go over to Spotify, subscribe, watch the fucking video because we got full fucking access you hooked it up also like i said my friend jordan she's been here on the show before we did an episode ho shit i forget what the actual title was it was something about anal was the title yeah really did we talk about anal we did why don't i remember that Uh, i don't know but i'm about to tell you because okay yeah look it up normally i would like pause but i have you know another person here and hands readily available so jordan is here with me say hi hi (laughs) um she was just trying to talk shit and i was like telling her i'm like oh well like we've this is our second episode we just recorded one for her her podcast vaginas vulvas and vibrators i read your shirt I love the honesty. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We just recorded her. So if you're not following her, please go subscribe and listen to our episode. Um, Lick it before you stick it. Lick it before you stick it. Love that. She was on the show before. Go re-listen to that. We got into, it was just a very fun, like girl talk moment. And we got into a whole bunch of fun shit. So before we pressed play, she was trying to give me shit because she's like, yeah, it's crazy because we are recording these back to back and it's hard to like transfer the different kind of energy to focus on the show. And I'm like, well, our shows aren't that different. Like, and then I'm like, well, I'm assuming they're not. And she's like, you don't listen to my show. I'm like, bitch, you don't fucking listen to my show. I am the worst. I don't listen to my own show. Neither do I. Oh my God. No, we just, ignorance is bliss. I don't know what comes out of my mouth on this mic half the time. Yeah. It just like flows out. And honestly, like I don't want to remember some of the shit that I say because it's so unhinged. Well, you get a couple glasses of wine and then like the words just keep coming and I'm just like, dear Lord, who knows? Next thing you know, you talk about humping pillows and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> little, <laughs> little um, background story. No, what's it called when you sneak peek? It's like a little podcast sneak peek to Jordan's episode where we talked about how our first sexual experiences were us humping pillows. Anyways, you'll have to go listen to that over there. I do want to ask you, since I don't listen to your show... <laughs> I know you focus on like the, um, more of like the medical health, like women's health side, as long as like, like right. Like sex, it's like, it's all surrounding like sex and I guess like women's journeys, women's health. Like, so tell me a little, like how, how do you feel like your podcast is different from this one that you don't listen to? So I don't know if you can answer that question. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like yours is more about experiences. Yes. Like personal experiences. Yes. Where mine generally comes from more of a educational standpoint. Okay, yeah. So you and still a learning standpoint on some topic. Right. So you still get like very like you get like knowledge, factual knowledge with sharing personal stories. And then mine's just like a little more 
outlandish, crazy experiences, maybe. I don't know. I feel like you're a little crazier than I am, though. Like, this life that you be living, <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's I'm so fun. wild. Yeah, but it's, it's funny because it's like, I think we put ourselves out here like this, and I think most people would look at me, and what well, I know they do. They look at me, and they're like, wow, she's crazy. She's probably a freak, like all of these things, and it's like, yeah, but it's like not all the time. Like I'm on here living the fullest version of myself because it's an entertainment show. It's a comedy show. You know what I mean? Right. Well, even last night when we were out, somebody made a comment. I don't know if you noticed that, but some, one of the guys made a comment about how the quiet one all of a sudden started doing some shit. Yes. It's always the quiet ones you got to watch out for. Yeah. So we have um, literally no direction. <laughs> I We kind of like gossiped about a couple of things coming on to the show. And we're really just going to like wing it. Um, she really, Jordan really wanted me to share my morning experience with yes. everyone. Tell us. What happened when you woke up this morning? My boyfriend was making fun of me because I was, I got these like new boxers because I love sleeping in like men's boxers, like the tight ones. They're just so comfortable. They're like high waisted and then they're like long enough that like your thighs don't chafe. You can just like walk around happy. I have chafing thigh issue. It's so irritating. Um, And I like woke up and I'm like getting out of bed and I'm like, I'm like, feel like I'm soaking wet. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I have like a wet spot in my underwear. And then he starts laughing. He's like, yeah, because you're like, (laughs) I don't even know what I should be saying. He's like, yeah, because you're like, come inside me, baby. I'm like, (laughs) you know, like you can only pee so much out and then the rest just seeps out on its own. It just comes out. Literally woke up and it it was like just wet panties. I'm like, okay. Whoopsies. Good morning to me. But, you know, we don't have to worry about anything crazy because he has a vasectomy, so. That's so nice. Vasectomy dick is like just. (sighs) Worry free. It's amazing. Yeah. It's nice, you know. It's pretty. It's pretty nice. Like the last five guys I dated, I literally was like, "So when are you getting a vasectomy?" You're like, "Anytime soon, boo boo." Yeah, I'm like, "Cause I'm trying to let you shoot the club up every day." <laughs> <laughs> Not just 14 days out of the month, every day. Oh my god, that's so scary. I think about like when I was younger and some of the like just really not caring about literally risking it, literally risking it. And I think about that stuff now. And obviously I'm like not in that situation, but I'm like, if I was ever put back out into the streets, I just feel like I would have to get back on birth control. I don't think I would feel safe having sex without being on birth control. So it's so interesting. I'm in like, you know, this new space where I've been doing a lot of exploring and having a ton of sex Mm -hmm. off of birth control. And every month my period starts and I'm just a very excited about it. You're like, but also like, I'm actually not been worried because I monitor my ovulation. I am actually using condoms before ovulation. Uh, Always generally Mm -hmm. always using condoms unless you got a vasectomy. Um, but I am been more consistent and like diligent about it than I ever was in my early twenties. Like I've had more pregnancy scares in my 20s on birth control than I have. It still fucks with you. I mean, even if you're on birth control, it's like, you know, you're like fucking nipples are too, too sensitive one day and yeah. you're like, I'm two days late. And it's like. Well, and our education sucks. Yeah. So, so you think irritating. you can get pregnant all the fucking time, which is not true. Mm-mm. So annoying. Okay. Well. I feel like this is lagging. Is that normal? Was it doing it the last time? I don't think it's lagging. Yeah, look. Oh, the video quality will be fucking phenomenal. Okay, cool. Sorry. Momentary pause. We're going to jump in to this episode and we kind of have an idea of like what we want to talk about. What I'm like so interested in having like a second opinion about is is dating and relationships through social media and like kind of like the broad spectrum. So 
let me ask you this. Have you like started a relationship or dated anyone off from meeting them online? Absolutely. I am like the DM queen. Okay. And I love to slide in the DM. With what? Um, so generally like what I like to do is start by looking at their stories and mm-hmm. interacting with their stories. Giving them a little attention. Yeah, and giving like, a little fire emoji. Yeah. Okay, yeah. do you one thing that I don't like about Instagram and this like <laughs> totally like slides into like my narcissism, narcissistic tendencies because I'm not a narcissist but listen I like talk about myself all day there's tendencies you know like I enjoy I enjoy myself so the one thing that I the feature that I don't like about Instagram for me personally is how you can like stories like remember when it was just you hearted stories and when someone hearted your story it would send you a dm that they hearted your story but now it's just like a like like a floating heart on the story low key I hate I hate it well that's why you gotta do the fire sign instead yeah because I feel like I'm getting less attention and I'm like (laughs) I want the dms (laughs) I never even thought about that but now that you say that that yeah I've been missing so much and I don't even realize who who all is interacting right because of the fact that it just says like three people and others. Right. So unless you rewatch your story, like if you rewatch your story, that's where you'll see who hearted it, but you have to like go into that feature. So yeah, if they're, if they're doing the like, you're not getting the DM. And so I agree. I think currently slowly sliding in the first thing is being interactive. So do you ever like slide in with like, like what's your slide full slide tactic? Ooh, you know, I haven't slid in, in in a little while. Okay. Um you just like you give them the breadcrumb trail and then yeah. they follow up with yeah. generally that's usually what happens is like I just kind of start and then they maybe will start a conversation. Do you respond be... with like a comment on the story? Sometimes. Okay. So like this one guy, uh let me t- I'll give you the backstory. Met him on TikTok. Fine man off TikTok. And he had it linked to Instagram. So I went over to Instagram, gave him a follow, started liking things. Now, this was a few years ago before that update. Yeah. And then eventually he had posted something that was in like the LA area. And I was like, oh my God, you're in LA. I'm in San Diego. No way. Love that. Easy meet. Yep. And also like his... his Dick like, fire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> easy meet, easy fuck. Let's just get to the point here. Okay. Have you ever dated, like seriously dated someone that you met on Instagram that turned into like a a real relationship? So I don't seriously date. Okay. I want to rephrase my question anyways. So (laughs) I'm glad it was short and sweet. Um, have you ever been in a relationship where you noticed whether that's like your, I know you said you don't seriously date, but any type of relationship that you may have with someone, have you ever been in a relationship and noticed that like social media was interfering with the relationship? Okay. (laughs) 100%. What is it that the person says interferes with the relationship? It's me. It's just you being you. No, 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 no. Like I'm the one that has the issue. Oh, oh, this is going to be a great conversation. Okay. So I was dating this guy not too long ago, actually exclusively. So I I guess I do date, right? I picked him up at the bar though. And um, so, wow, that was a lot of and ums and so's. That's okay. I do it all the time. I say like, like 15 times. So like, like 15 times. (laughs) I just did it back to back. (laughs) Wow. But I would notice that he started following all of these girls and not just like girls, like swimsuit model girls. And he lived in Austin. We were doing long distance and it like really bothered me. How did you notice that he was following other girls? Because it puts your new friends at the top. So you're like actively checking his friends. Yeah. Really? But he (sighs) gave me reasons to actively be checking. Okay. And so the reasons like, This is what I hear because, and I want to explain myself before I go into what I hear, which makes sense based off of what you said. You know what? I'm going to back up. What I hear is that he made you feel insecure and that's why you felt like you needed to check the friend count. 
And then that made it more worse. Worse. Because you're basically fine. You're seeing something you don't want to see. And I'm proving the exact thing that that he made you feel insecure about. Okay. Boom. Mic drop. Period. You hear that? Rewind. Re-listen. Thank you. Okay. So, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. God damn. This is the one thing about drinking during this. Um, oh my God. Hold on. I'm going to pause this for a second. Pause, Pausing at pause 15. Can I pause this? Mm-hmm. We got to hit it though. No. Okay. Okay. Wow. That literally took me a solid five minutes. We had to press pause because I completely lost my train of thought. However, so the Instagram thing for me I have never felt like bothered by the Instagram thing. Okay. Like I'm trying to explain in a way that would make sense. Like I guess like my, so I've never sat like in my relationship personally now with my boyfriend, with me being on Instagram, you've seen my Instagram. Everybody listens to this probably is following me on Instagram. Like I live like the fullest version of myself as long as I'm not going to get censored on Instagram as I would on my podcast. So like for me, the Instagram thing, like I would not be able to be with someone who felt insecure about like the things that I was doing on Instagram. Do you get what I'm saying? And I think that's like the big, my big set on this conversation, which I love that you were like yourself aware enough to like understand the whole process of like how that unveiled. Because I think a lot of the times it's hard. I think I'm trying to like get to my point, but my brain is all over the place. So I like my, my partner and I both have Instagrams. He's not on them very much, but even like he follows my friends. I don't know who he follows. Even if he followed girls, sexy photos or new girls that honestly would not bother me because I know that like in my relationship, we're, we're tight. Like I know I don't have to worry. So that doesn't bother me, you know, or like the liked posts. Like I know for a lot of girls, it's like, Oh, he's liking all these things. I don't even know how to look up who's who's liking what. So like when I hear these things, it's like, I'm like beside myself because I think about myself and I'm like, why does it matter? I'm like sitting here and I'm like the people, this is like a heavy conversation because this quite literally like ruins relationships. And I think what it really comes down to, which is hard for especially a lot of women, I think to really realize about themselves is it quite literally comes down to being insecure. That is my personal thought, you know, and it's like, because there's a lack of trust and a lot of that is due to the other person. Like there's a reason why you feel like you can't trust them or, and, but it isn't in, it's like an internal thing also. Yeah. For me, I feel like one of the big issues was I wasn't getting the validation that you needed, that I needed or like the words, but yet everybody else seemed to be getting the validation. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And Self-awareness queen. A therapist to help work through this because jealousy has actually been a huge issue in a lot of my relationships. From you being jealous? Mm -hmm. Okay. From me being super jealous. And so I've really like dug done a deep dive into like where is this jealousy stemming from? Yeah. And like what am I not receiving? that is making me feel that way. You're picking apart the example and the situation to be like, what is it about me that makes me feel yeah, like upset about this? Yeah. Which I think is like, well, that's why I said, I'm like, I love that you admitted to like, it is an insecurity, but this is why. Cause it's like people, I don't think people really look at it like that. They're just like, I've like talked to girls who are like, no, I just don't fuck with that. Like if he's going to be talking to me and he's going to be liking other girls, like then it's just not someone that I would fuck with. And I'm sitting here and it's like, obviously when you're having those in-person conversations, you don't want to be like, damn girl, you're just like an insecure ass bitch, huh? You know, like that would be rude. But like when they, that's why when I addressed it with you, I was like, this is what I hear. Like 
and that's very therapy also. Like you can tell, you can tell when someone's been in therapy because of the way they uh, like take ownership and also acknowledge like the way they're interpreting things, you know? But I will, yeah, I've like known people to be like, no, I just, it's not someone I want to be with. He should be all about me. And I think like when it comes to relationships, it's like, you should still be allowed to be your own person. Mm -hmm. And also, can we just talk about how like, Instagram's not real people. It's not fucking real. No, it's like a fake perception of what people want you to see about their lives. It's literally only the highlights. It's just the highlights. I was talking to somebody recently about how, and I, and I feel like you might do this as well, but I really try to show like the other side too, like the downs too, like the jealousy. Like, I don't think I've done a post about that yet, but I have been public about it. Um, like sharing the journal and the workbook that I got to help me kind of work through some of those insecurities. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people don't post the other side. They don't share the dark. They don't share the shadow side. They just share when shit's good. And to be honest, like shit can be good and you are still experiencing something. Like <clears throat> life is a experience, a human experience. Both truths can be true. They coexist. Like, both, yeah. 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 It's not just black and white. Yeah. I think it's like a fine line because I think of that sometimes and I do try and be like as honest about life as I possibly can. I think there's like there's two things that I don't speak publicly about to keep some like just of my own personal, like, you know, it's like we un, especially me <laughs> speaking for myself, unravel so much like of our lives that like a lot of like the, the two things I don't speak upon are my personal relationship. I know I talk sex, some experiences, funny things that happen, but like, you know, the true like ins and outs that's like one thing that's super personal to me. And I don't think it needs to be for everybody. The other thing is my relationship with my son's father. It, I have shared examples of what I don't agree with, but I do think it's a fine line because I think like when you start complaining and bitching about those things, the line is so thin where it becomes like, Oh my fucking baby daddy. To like, let's work this, like, let's talk about it in a mature type of way. You know what I mean? I mean, I could come on here and fucking vent. You heard me the first two couple times, the first time we met, the first time when I picked you up from the airport, I'm like, oh God, she's probably so annoyed with me and my drama. But yeah, those are like the two things. But I do think the line is fine because also like if you're upset on and you want to be like, oh, I want to be real on social media. For me, I'm like, I never think like, Oh, I'm crying. Let me just record myself. Never. <laughs> Never. So it's like that to me seems like try hard. It also does not seem real or it just seems like, I don't know. I think uh, uh, some of it, it's just like an act for attention and like want, like wanting the attention feel bad for me type of thing. You know, I it's like a it, weird line. It's so hard when you are in a spotlight to decide like what is public and what isn't and how to also create that like safe space for you to exist yeah. and be in the light at the same time. Right. So I want to clarify what I just said also. I think if you're like recording yourself and talking about something that's meaningful and you get upset about it is more genuine than if you're already bawling your eyes out and posting your tears. You, you know what I you mean? Snap a quick reel, real quick. Yeah. However, if you are doing that with an education, like I, I think some people post that with an educational post, and that it's not that they're sharing, they're crying, they're sharing the experience. Mm-hmm. And so there are tactful ways to do it. I think that's it too. It's like you got to do it in a way where it's like genuine. It's not like. But, but you're right. For me, I'm not thinking about grabbing my phone when I'm crying. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? That shit's on do not disturb. It's like the last across thing. Across the room. Yeah. Like, because the reason I'm probably upset has something to do with something in my phone anyway. Yeah. So you don't even I probably was looking at somebody's Instagram and got upset about how many followers they have. Okay. Yeah. Let's swing back <laughs> to that really quick. So tell, tell me how Instagram has 
ruined a relationship for you other than the follower count? What's another like insecurity that it's brought within a relationship? Gosh. So this, the same guy that I dated, he was going out. Well, there, there's so many dynamics to the story. Ultimately he made me feel insecure. That's wait really quick. I need to interrupt. Is this a new bottle or are you slacking? No, I'm still, I'm slacking. Wow. Okay, I know. I know. I don't want to fall asleep on you. Okay. Well, you should have done a Celsius shot with me. <laughs> <laughs> but he would post like stories um, and stories out with other women. So now here's, here's where it gets really messy. And this is all leading into why I was probably looking and doing the things that I was doing. You good over there? No, I'm not. I don't know what's happening. I keep messing with it because it's like, I don't fucking know. So he would be like, yeah, I'm going out with the guys. And then he would post a video with him and girls. And then like stop messaging you. He was never available after like 10 p.m. at night yeah. ever. Um, and so and then, then so- I would start watching the girls shit. Which, by the way, Instagramstories.com, Instagram-stories.com, I think is the website that you can go to to watch people anonymously if they have a public account. Stop. I'm crazy. Okay, see, that's like a whole other part of this conversation. It's And in my um, – so the, an episode that I previously post, it's not out now, but it will be by the time this one airs. Um, I literally talk about Instagram insecurities and one of the things you're, I'm literally calling you out, but probably so many other people. I'm like, you know, if I talk about, I'm like, I think I don't understand why people go to the extent to like download other apps to see like who's unfollowed them, who's blocked them. Like there are paid apps you can do to do that. But then also like, you know, I had no idea about this. You can go look at stories anonymously. Does it show up on the person's story as like an anonymous user? I don't know exactly what it shows up as. We should totally test it. Yeah. You can come stalk me. I'll make a post and then you can go look at it. Yeah. And see if, and then you look through and see if you can see anything or nothing at all. See, and so what I was talking about was I was like, if this is something that you were doing, you should look inward. (laughs) I literally called it out hard. I'm not going to disagree with you. Because to me, I'm like the energy that it takes to do that. And then also like, did it make you feel better? No. What I will say is that when I am in healthy, strong relationships, I have zero need for that. Yeah. Zero. Like the the relationship. And you can tell the difference because the difference. Right. You don't feel you're not sitting there overthinking, being like, oh, well, like he's out with this person. Like, let me go over here. Let me do this. It's just like not even a thought in your mind. Exactly. So really quick. I know. Sorry. You're so good at like waiting to talk. And I'm not trying to like interrupt you because I told you I hate that shit. What is I just don't want to forget what I'm trying to say because we did that already. Okay. (laughs) What is a tip that with that statement that you just said, what is a tip that you could give a girly who is experiencing these same feelings? Um, like a positive grown tip that you could give someone when they're experiencing this. My tip would be, he's not the one. Boom. Like it's flat out. Like it's as simple as that. Like if you are feeling triggered in your body, you are feeling like if, if you have that feeling where you need to be looking, he is not the one. And I know that's so easier said than done. It is. It is. And trust me, like I fucked around with this dude for like months. We're, We're actually still cool. Um, but like I would never date him again. And he knows that because he makes you, he brings out that insecurity in you where you're like, this is not fun for me. Yeah. And even, even like we talked about my, my little boo thing, even in the, that, the way that relationship is set up, I don't feel that insecurity Yeah, because there's the clear communication and the upfrontness where like, I don't feel it. And that's how you know that it's like a better, more healthy situation is because you don't have those fleeting thoughts. Now, also, I could add to that in that 
communication is really important and that you could be communicating and saying like, hey, I'm experiencing this. This is what I need to not experience this. Right. And if they're unwilling or unable to help you, again, maybe that's not the right one. But if they're like, I would like to, you know, if you're like, hey, I need more validation. And they're like, okay, how can I give that to you? Yeah. What would you like? That would be a sign of a healthy interaction to where it's like, Hey, I'm still going to go out with my boys and have a good time. And I'm going to let you know beforehand. And like, I will do my best to check in with you for the night, but I'm going to call you when I get home. Yeah. Like even if, if it's yep. something so simple as, or just call me before you go. Like, right. Because I think home. the other thing too, it's like, you still have to allow someone to like have their own personal time and you can't like, especially if you're out with your friends. I mean, like put yourself in those shoes, you know, like if you're out with your girlfriends, you want to be on your phone texting your man the whole time. No, no. <laughs> but I also am not out with my girlfriend seven days a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's like, like levels there's so more, to this. Yeah. This particular situation was very layered. Can I tell you a story about something that recently just happened to me in the same topic of, um, I love that I'm asking you, but I'm going to tell you. I want to hear it. <laughs> I'm like, it's my turn to talk now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. So I recently was just put in a situation where my, one of my friends relationships um created a riff in our friendship because of something I posted on Instagram and that shit really was like to me is wild right and like I'm gonna explain the story but essentially I had a friend out with me and the the boyfriend knew about the experience that we were having together, like the, the meetup, the hangout. And I, we like, we hung out. I wanted to post about it. And you hear the plane. I wonder if the people can hear the plane helicopter. Plane? It's probably I a helicopter. I don't know how that was. It's okay. I don't That's think that they can hear was. it. The yeah, I saw it. Like. I saw it. Um, so we, we took all these pics. I posted a picture online and I made a comment on like a caption on the photo that I thought was just like funny, you know, and I told her about it. But before I posted the photo, she requested that I block her man on Instagram. What? Yeah. She's like, can you just block him? Because like we're fighting. And I was like, wait, why are you fighting? He's like, well, he's mad that like he couldn't like that. I came out here. I'm like, but we invited him. Like we invited him to the the hangout and he couldn't come due to like other obligations. But then in their, what happened in their relationship, like she still decided to go, which I think is a healthy thing to do. Like we mm -hmm. just said, like each one people, you're allowed to do things in a relationship. That's how a healthy relationship works. Like, because here's like another side thought, a relation, a healthy relationship is three things. It's you, your partner and your relationship. It's not your relationship right. as one. There are three separate entities, you know, and I think like it's important to have just as much you time and personal time and relationship time, you know? So he was upset with her that she still continued to come and hang out and she wanted me to block him because I guess he had made comments before about things on my page that were upsetting to their relationship. I don't really know that part of it. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me and it was unclear, but I made a, co a comment on the caption and she got really upset with me about the comment. So I was like of the caption of the photo. So I'm trying to like, I'm doing as best as I can to explain without like unraveling all of the things, you know, cause I still would like to protect like both of their privacy and not just fully send into all of that. Um, I, she asked me to change the caption or remove the post, even though he was blocked. Okay. Because somehow. Well, of course you can use Instagram stories.com. I guess. Fuck. I didn't know that. So I, I changed the caption and I was like, I changed the caption. It has nothing to do with anything. 
And she was really upset. She's like, honestly, I would never do something to jeopardize your relationship with you and your man. And I can't believe you would do that to me. Like, blaming me. I want to know what the hell you wrote. I'll tell you later. Um, But blaming, basically telling me that I'm jeopardizing her relationship because I posted a photo of us on my Instagram. Even though her boyfriend knew that's what we were doing. There was no, like... As far as I know, there was no disconnect in knowing what was going on. And at this point, I was like, hey, I changed the caption. I'm sorry you're upset. Like, but also that sounds like a personal problem. Like, that doesn't really have anything to do with me. Like, you're upset because you think it's going to cause a fight in your relationship. But I'm allowed to post what I want on my Instagram. It was not anything crazy. It was literally just like in the know of everything as far and as I knew. it's still like super nice of you to ask consent ahead of time too. I did. I was like, That's hey, I'm like going to post this photo. Are you, you cool with that? Above you know? and beyond. Right. So she's like, I'm not going to tolerate this shit. I would never do anything to jeopardize your relationship. Like it's just this is not cool. I'm honestly not cool with the post. And I was like really taken back by this because for one, like it, nothing was out of ill intent, you know, mm-hmm. and it's a photo on Instagram and the inch and it's like the way it was presented to me was that this was going to be something that they were going to fight about for like months. So I told her, I'm like, you know, honestly, you're a great person and you're a great girl and you do not deserve to have to deal with this. Again, I'm sorry that you're upset. That's what I told her. She has not responded to me. I like, she left some things with me. I asked, I told her, I was like, hey, give me your address. I can send them to you. She's just completely ghosted me. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That is really crazy. To me, it's crazy because, like, I really enjoy her as a person and a friend. And, like, she is a good person and she's got her life together and she's doing all these great things. But it's it's just wild. Again, going back to, like, why are we letting Instagram? What? No, I know. So that was, like, I don't want to, like, put this whole conversation on this one person. That's not what it's about. The true meaning of what it's about is that, like, the Instagram is so heavily construed in so many people's relationships. This is just one example, but to the point where it's like, you are upset and arguing about a photo that's being posted, even though you were in the know of what was going on. And it's a problem. Why is it a problem? Like I'm that for me, I'm confused. I don't understand it. I mean, I think about all the times I have conversations conversations with my girlfriends about this shit, but they'll go over to a man's house and then they'll post like their dinnerware so that anybody else looking at their stories, if they also go to their house, they know what the dinnerware looks like or like picture of their feet up on the couch or whatever, because you know, if you're going to the same person's house, you know. And so that's just what that makes me think of is how we are, Using Instagram to send subliminals. Like a message. Yes. Oh, interesting. See, that's a great perspective. That's, I would have never even thought about that. So it's almost like someone thinks they're sending a subliminal message through someone else's, even if it's through someone else's Instagram. But what is all, like, if we're looking at it, what does that all come down to? Not feeling secure. I think, right? Yeah. Well, and I also think it comes down to, uh, we have like this social belief that, uh, gosh, I'm trying to think of the words that I'm trying to say. What we put on social media is real life and reality. And it's not. It's not. Like a lot of us try really hard to make it be our reality, but it will never be the reality. You can't. Yeah, no, it's just so why it's just, it's hard. Like I said, I know I'm like repeating myself, but it's truly hard for me to understand, but also I've been there. So I, it's like, I get it. And now I'm on the other side of it. And I think my biggest flaw as a friend is like knowing how much better 
my friends could be in trying to enforce mm-hmm. that in them. But I think like when you're in that state, it's almost like a, it's a huge yeah. disconnect, you know, it's almost looked at like when you're in there, it's looked at as like, she doesn't understand me or like she is like she's being rude or you know what I mean it's like looked at as a negative rather than like in my mind it's like the potential or the positive of the situation it's like I see the greatness yeah oh now now who's yawning (laughs) (laughs) well and I think too Sorry, I got to get resituated No, go. I keep looking at Um, myself. But I think, too, it has to do with, you know, you want the best for your friends. The people that you love. And so sometimes you are trying to fill them up and give them that because maybe they're not getting that from somewhere else or maybe they're not giving that to themselves. And so we're trying to pour into their cup. We're trying to give them a validation it, but build them up. It's not received like that though. No. It's received like they're not good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From my own understanding, I think in, in multiple relationships, that's what it's received as. Like they're not good enough well, for the for that friendship or I make them feel that they're not good enough because of the things that I'm trying to like mm-hmm. speak in, the encouragement I'm trying to give. And they may not be at a place to receive that. Yeah. God. And you know, what's like, it's so fucking irritating. (laughs) It's It's so irritating to me because I'm like, I just love you. And I just want this deeper connection and friendship from you. Like that's, and that's why I'm, I'm like, I could say I'm upset, but am I really upset? No. Like I'm just, I just wish it could be different, but I know I can't, I can't enforce that, you know? So, well, and just think, when I hear you talking about this, I think about all of the relationships that women are in and then maybe they're in bad relationships. And from the outside looking in, we can always see that. Not always, but a lot of times the outside looking in, you see that it's the person that's in it who can't see it. And so when you're in some of these situations, they just don't see what you see in them. Yeah. And this, I've seen this with a lot of men that I date. And that I validate the fuck out of them. And they cannot physically receive it because they don't see what anybody else can see because they haven't, they haven't done the work. They haven't done the healing yeah. to be able to receive that level of truly unconditional love. Oh, that was fucking deep. Dude, how did we just get into like a full-blown therapy session? <laughs> we, we really did. I went to therapy here. I've had so much on my mind because I... It's already 42 minutes. No, you weren't supposed to look at the clock because I don't want to stop yet. (laughs) We still have to like talk about having sex. (laughs) We need to like ramp it up a little bit. It might be like a two-parter. I don't know. (laughs) We said we were going to go to bed early and now it's almost over clock. It's fine. Um, Yeah. That was my train of thought again, so... Sorry. It's I okay. Just it was can't a believe, like, our conversation is so fucking good that this is just like going. I love it. Yeah. We do so well together. <laughs> we should just be co-hosts. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We're just we need to come up with a whole new brand. So like I have mine, you have yours, and then we have ours. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then we do monthly. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, Dude, okay. we'll come back to that off offline. So I think that's really what it is though. Yeah. I've had, I think I was just going to say like, I've had a lot of like friendship friction in my life recently and it sucks because I like to think that like, I'm, I, my friendships are very important to me and I like to put my all into them. Like all that I have, I show up, I I put in the effort. Like you said, the unconditional love, like the encouragement, like just wanting more, you know, and seeing the greatness and like, even when they don't see it in themselves, but it has, like, I've noticed like in the entirety of my life, because it's happened with more like than a couple people, it's not received. They don't hear it that way. It's received in a negative and it creates distance and termination of friendships and you know and it's like that sucks I would never want to like go into a friendship and make someone feel like I'm giving them a reason to push me away 
But I feel like that's where I continue to find myself with my female friends. So I think we could go down a rabbit hole here in talking about sisterhood wounds. And also, like, when – and I will tell you my own experience with this, but as a strong woman, you are a very strong woman, you are an opinionated woman, and you are bold. That can be very intimidating for a lot of women who haven't yet found that in themselves. Right, right. And so for me, I tend to be a little bit more quieter. I have really come into my own, I guess you could say. But I back down very easily with bold, strong women. And I am very intimidated by bold, strong women. Even though I'm fucking surrounded by a million of them. So many. Which is funny how that works. When there is, so like this recently happened to me, there was conflict. And she is more vocal with her boundaries and loud about her boundaries, which makes me feel like my boundaries are less. Mm. And so then it creates that friction. Yeah. That makes sense. And for a lot of us, like being friends with women as women, some of us find that easy. I think a lot of us have always found that pretty hard too. I think too, like the, I think there's another part of that point, exact point where it's like when there is conflict, I think people think of conflict as like, Someone needs to be right and someone needs to be wrong. I'm in the point of my life where it's like, it's not about being right and wrong. You know, it's like, it's not black and white. It's about like understanding that like your feelings are valid and like, so are mine. And our, we could live in two truths. They can be two truths, but it's like trying to understand like the, like why, like what's the why, you know, like why is it that you're feeling that way and holding yourself accountable for that? And what was the trigger for that and vice versa, you know? And I think where I'm at right now, it's like, I would never go in, which I think could be the other thought, like what you're saying is like, I wouldn't in these specific situations that I'm talking about, I wouldn't go into these and trying to be like, these are my boundaries. And if you don't accept that, then well, too bad because, and be like forcing that. That's not it. It's like, I would go in and be like, I want to listen to your experience because I feel like I don't understand. And it's like, this is what I hear you saying. Is that correct? You know? And it's, this is how I feel. Like, what do you hear me say? You know what I mean? It's like, and I think that's one thing that I've really learned with like being in therapy is because me and my boyfriend, we've been in therapy together now for quite some time. It's, yeah, it's honestly been great. And it's taught me so much more about myself and the way like I understand myself. But the way you say something, someone can interpret it completely different. So like the first thing that our therapist taught us is I feel when you... And you explain yourself because if you say you make me, people are on the defense. They're not listening anymore. They're in defense mode. So it's like, I feel upset when you don't text me back when you're out with the boys or whatever, you know, that's just like one example. And then after the person like says some, like tells you those statements, then the next is I heard you say this, that, and the other. I heard you say when I'm out with the boys and I don't respond, you get upset. And then it's like, that's what I said. And then there's like a common ground. Like you're hearing me, I'm hearing you, you know, but I think a lot of like what I'm hearing you say being on the other side of like the accepting and the hearing is that that like, you're not getting to that point. Like women in general, that you go into these conflicting conversations being like, it's going to be an argument. It's going to blow up, or I'm going to feel less than because I don't feel confident enough to stand in my truth. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's not an attack. You know, that's, that's where I'm at right now. I'm not trying to attack. I'm trying to understand, but I don't, I don't get to the point where I'm being allowed to understand. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think too, shutting down, like women tend to shut down. I did that for a long time. 
Yeah. And think about all of the work that you've done to get to where you are. And think about a lot of the people that you're around. Have they done that? And so, unfortunately, I think that's what it kind of comes down to is that we're not taught these skills. These are learned skills. And if you don't have role models, if you don't even know that, like, these are skills to learn or to discuss. How do you know? Yeah. I know. So. And you can't force them either. Nope. Oh, God, it's so annoying. I'm like, I just love you. I just want you to be my friend. (laughs) But I'll be here (laughs) waiting patiently. (laughs) So if you're listening, just so you know. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm being a little impatient. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I'm making a couple notes really quick because we just went. This is not. What this I is not what we were planning on talking at about all. at all. No. We needed to get to the massage guy. Okay, yeah. So I have to tell this story, but we got to have the other context to go with it. Okay. What? Let me, we're going to do a quick pause and regroup really quick. Okay. Now that we just had the full get, like, Girl, stop talking therapy. I almost plugged my other business. I <laughs> get it, girl therapy. Okay. Um, that's the other therapy that I do that you have to pay me for. This one's free. Okay. Um, we're going to just like go into like probably – we're going to keep going and roll with it to like maybe a short mini episode. It's going to be more of a sexual fun um, wellness. Thank you, Jordan, for being my therapy partner today. Yes. I think I really needed that, and I feel – like it was, you were like the perfect person to do this with because we were on the opposite side. So it's like, you were able to give me the other perspective and I actually feel like pretty good about all of that. So, um, quickly, I mean, we could do the full thing on the other episode, but this one will air first. So if you want to like plug yourself, yes, do um, it. You can follow my podcast, vaginas, vulvas, and vibrators. Show the camera. Yes, right That's here. That's the camera right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> it's backwards, <laughs> but I'll tag her too. Uh, you can find that on anywhere you listen to podcasts. And then uh, you can check me out on Instagram, Jordan Danelle. Link will be in the bio. Show yes, us. it will. Yes, it will. Okay. And we'll give a fun bonus episode, full-blown sex and craziness. It's coming right now. Okay, bye. Girl. Stop talking. Stop talking.